Welcome to the Living a Nordic Life podcast, where we explore a simpler, cozier and more intentional life the Nordic way. I'm Fiona McKinna, your Nordic Living Guide and founder of Living a Nordic Life, where I share all things Nordic living and show you that a Nordic life is the way to bring intentional calm and healthy habits into your own life, wherever you are in the world. Are you looking for ways to bring simplicity, coziness and calm into your life? Well, let me show you how. Visit the Living a Nordic Life website to explore how I can help you on your journey to simple, healthy and happy calm, the Nordic way. You can subscribe to the podcast right here. And if you want regular inspirational emails sent with love from Norway and straight to your inbox, don't forget to subscribe to the Living a Nordic Life newsletters. And so now let's dive into our episode. Hello and welcome. Let's talk about lighting. Sounds a bit dry, doesn't it? But let's talk about the art of hygge lighting. That's a little bit different. And it is a bit of an art form because we can just plonk a load of lights everywhere, can't we? We can turn everything on, light up every dark corner all over the place in our houses or in our homes. But that doesn't really make us feel that good. It's wonderful if you've got a craft room or if you're doing some, you know, very fine work that you need to have a lot of light for. But it's not always that good to make us feel great and to make us feel relaxed and welcomed and a little bit calm. So a few years ago, Andre, my partner and I, decided that we'd take stock of what was adding hygge to our home and cosiness and what wasn't. And after a kind of tour around together, we do this quite a lot to look at what needs doing. After we kind of had a little bit of a walk around the house and lots of discussions, we decided that that one single thing that was making the difference was lighting. We had far too much hard overhead lighting and far too little warm ambient lighting. Now, ambient lighting is the kind of light that is soft, warm, gentle, maybe flickering a little bit. Not that bright, harsh, white light that you get with some light bulbs. And it calms you down and it makes you feel at ease. In fact, research has shown that that low level lighting makes you calmer and quieter. So much so that hotels use low level lighting in corridors because the low light naturally makes guests calm and it makes them speak in lower voices. They tend not to shout. And you don't really want that, do you, in the middle of the night, at midnight when you're trying to get to sleep and you can hear, you know, running up and down the corridor because there's always some of that, even in a five-star hotel. And there's always a lot of running up and down the corridor and shouting and people being noisy. But if the lights are lower in hotel corridors, people are quieter. They tend to whisper. They walk more quietly. And I could tell you that from experience because <laughs> I've stayed in a lot of hotels being an event manager in the past. And it's much better when it's nice and dark. Well, darker, should we say. So anyway, back to our own small scale studies. We had a walk around and we took stock of our own lighting and realised that we needed a lot more ambient lighting than overhead lighting. We didn't want to get rid of the overhead lighting at all. That wasn't our, our aim. We just wanted to bring in something that was softer and calmer and made us feel like we were in a cosy nest. So we feel this most acutely in the autumn and the winter, of course, because we have much less light outside. In the summer, 
we barely use the lights inside, I have to say, because we have so much light. We have about three hours of darkness in the height of summer. So things like ambient lighting rarely comes on. But in the autumn and winter, we want something that is much more welcoming, is much softer, and creates that cosy cocoon that we need when it's cold and there's a lot of snow outside and it's dark as well. Ambient lighting is things like table lamps, floor lamps, candles and dimmers as well. The sort of lighting that flickers a little bit, fluctuates, it makes your heart rate slow down and it lowers your blood pressure and it makes you want to sit for a little while. If it's bright, light and stark, it most definitely is not ambient. So how do we add this hoga lighting to our homes? I've got a few suggestions to get you started, just a couple. You know, it's nothing huge, but I'm sure it's things you probably already have, actually. And the first one I want to talk to you about is candles. They're really versatile and they're cheap and they're a quick and easy way to add ambient lighting. It doesn't have to be anything fancy unless you want it to be fancy. My favourite candles are the cheapest and the smallest options, the tea light. They're tiny little things and you could put them anywhere. And they have this wonderful fairy tale flicker. And you could just place them wherever you like, as many as you want, or just a couple. So always make sure you put them on something that's fireproof. But you could put them outside on a step, on a saucer, in a cup, in a little glass. The only limit is your imagination. Just remember to put them on a surface that's not flammable. And remember that glass can break with heat. I speak from experience there. Broken a few things, we don't put them on anything fancy anymore. Another option is table lamps, and you've probably got some around anyway that maybe you don't use, or perhaps they're in the wrong place. But even one table lamp can make a huge difference to lighting. Overhead lighting can be harsh and white, but table lamps tend to be a much less wattage um, bulb. Or you can change the bulb, can't you, and put something in that's less wattage. But they create a warm glow that's calming and comforting, and they tend to be lower down as well. So try turning off your overhead lights and put a table lamp on instead. And if you've got them around, move them around a little bit. Try them in different places. There's nothing to stop you. You don't have to have everything how it is now. Change things around a little. When we did our kind of stock of what we were, where we, what we wanted to change in the house, we were also doing some renovations in some of the rooms. We kind of, we have a bit of an ongoing renovation theme in our house at the moment because it's quite old. It's a hundred years, so things need changing, and also it needs quite a lot of maintenance. Um, but at the time, we were having a bit of a change around of things. And one thing that we really wanted to change was the wiring and the light switches. So we decided that wherever we were adding them, we were going to add a dimmer switch. And they're a really good way of giving you control over the overhead lighting. So you don't need to get rid of your overhead lighting. You can just change it to a dimmer switch if your light is compatible with that. And it might not necessarily be an option if you're on a really tight budget but it does put you in control of the level of light in the room. I turn down the dimmer switch in our mudroom in the autumn and winter just before the kids come home from school. I don't have to do it quite so much anymore, but I did do it when they were, you know, like eight and nine, because it would just be a sudden cacophony of noise as they came in through the door. It creates this welcoming, cosy feel, and it puts them in a calm mood as they come into the house, and it slows them down and quietens them down a little bit. It makes everything really calm and lovely. I'm ready for homework, I'm sorry to say. Another option could be fairy lights. 
and they're not just for Christmas. I have to say I buy my fairy lights at Christmas because that's when there's the most choice. And some of them are really good. They last for years. But you might find that fairy lights are only on sale at Christmas. But who said that they're only for use then? Use them whenever you want. I'm constantly using mine and no one is going to tell me to take them down. I use them, I don't use them in the summer because they don't get very much use, but I put them up again in the autumn and they're everywhere. They're in the house. Doesn't look like Santa's Grotto, don't worry. But they're everywhere in the house. I put them outside as well because I really like that look. But try and go for the best that you can afford at the time and do a little bit of research into a good brand because I've made the mistake in the past of buying some bad ones that have lasted a very short time. But you'll be surprised how long a good brand will last. And that pleasing effect a pretty light will give you all year round. Don't take them down at Christmas. Leave them up. Leave that one thing up. Not necessarily on your Christmas tree unless you like that kind of thing. That's fine. But put them somewhere different. Splash out on some solar lights in the garden or on your terrace or on your doorstep. Even a small space in the garden will benefit from a few solar lights to brighten up those darker areas and provide a welcoming light in the evening. And the wonderful thing about solar lights is that you don't need to do anything except decide where to place them. There's no wiring. And then you just let them get on with it. You do need to make sure that they get some light. So if you find that they're going dim, you might have to move them into the sunlight or into a bright area just to get them charged up. I have to do that with mine in the autumn. And especially as the plants start to grow around them. But this is when I really get to see them, is in the autumn. So choose a spot that does get a little bit of daylight and then you don't have to keep moving them. But you could put them anywhere you like. You could put them in plant pots on your terrace, on your doorstep if you don't have very much space. You suppose you could even put them in a, on a windowsill inside. You could put them on a windowsill outside. Be creative. Don't be confined to what you think everybody else is doing. Do it your way. So as you can see, it can be really easy to add a little bit of hygge to your lighting, just with a few simple tweaks, most probably with things that you already have around. And it doesn't need to be extravagant or a huge redecoration project. Have a wander around your home and look at what you already have. Often you'll find that you already have the right lighting, but in the wrong place. So moving it to a different room can make something feel new and special and welcoming. And I hope that's given you some ideas. It's the start of autumn, so let's start making ourselves cosy nests, cosy, welcoming homes ready for the winter. And I'll see you in the next episode. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the Living a Nordic Life newsletters so you can get an email when I release a new episode. It's a quick and easy way to keep up with all things Nordic living. Please visit livinganordiclife.com. You can listen to Living a Nordic Life on lots of podcast apps, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and plenty of others. If you've enjoyed the Living a Nordic Life podcast, why not leave me a rating? So that's the end of Living a Nordic Life for today. And I look forward to seeing you next time.